It's time for your local weekly analysis, Slow County Public Policy and the Law, with your host, Stu Jenkins. The Union Forever, hurrah, boys, hurrah, down with the traitor. Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law, only here at KNews 98.5. I'm lawyer Stu Jenkins. Last week, we talked with Charles Varney with his perspective on Oceano. This week, it is a real pleasure to introduce you to Linda Austin, who has been elected and re-elected to the Oceano County Services, excuse me, Oceano Community Services District Board. Listeners will value her perspective. Welcome to the show, Linda. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Well, it's great to have you here. I, I wonder if you could just tell our listeners a little bit about the Oceano Community Services District. Like, uh, when was it founded? Well, the Oceano Community Services District was founded in 1981, and it was a, um election of the, the community of Oceano voted to... Um, form a community services district. At that time, the only government in Oceano was the, um, the Oceano Improvement Association, who was just a, a volunteer group that um, worked tirelessly for, for Oceano. And so um, in the late 70s, early 80s, there was a lot of um, a little attempts at piecemeal annexation from, from neighbors. And so we thought the way to stop that was to form our own government, which is what what we did, and it's been um, a very successful enterprise since we since it started in 1981. And, and in uh, when that happened, the, when you talk about neighbors trying to piecemeal annex things, I bet that was the city of Grover City at the time. Yes, and maybe the city of Arroyo Grande. Um, not as much Arroyo Grande. I mean, there was always talk like that, mm-hmm. but um, actually, Grover City at the time you know, actually had it on their agenda to an annex Oceano. Um, and folks, have... if, you, if you remember those times uh, when you would uh, drive down Highway 1 and you turned into the city of Grover City, there was an arch across the road, and it had a picture of D.W. Grover, who had uh, founded the city, and it said, the city of Grover City, home of common man. Right, right, uh, yeah. And uh, Oceano had... Had uh, I think it, it, I think into the '60s it actually had a working train station, didn't it? At least well, for it produce. was closed in the '50s. It the actually 50s. was working with produce in the. It closed in the actual Oceano Depot where the produce was shipped. Closed in 1973. Okay, but passenger service had stopped in the late '50s. Yeah, yeah, which is a shame. So yeah, Oceano was um, the first map was recorded in 1893. So Oceano's been a. a a community or a town for over 130 years now. Long before Long the before, city of Grover Right, city. And, and the reason it was founded was the coming of the railroad. Mm-hmm. So the railroad, Southern Pacific, came and was looking at sites in the area, and they looked in Pismo and Grover, and they picked the Oceano site. And so at that time, um, the gentleman named Coffee Rice, and there were the Steele brothers, got together and donated land for the stipulation of a rail yard, and that's how it started. So then Oceano became the hub for the whole South County as far as the mail service and passenger service and 
all the produce shipping from the whole Arroyo Grande Valley came in and out of Arroyo Grande. I mean, out of Oceano. Out, out of Oceano. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the Southern Pacific? Southern Pacific. There, there wasn't a line from the uh, Pacific uh, Railroad. The Pacific Coast Railway yeah. went from the Avila Pier through Arroyo Grande out to Los Olivas. Yeah. That was prior to the Southern Pacific. Right. But it didn't have a, a link. Nothing in Oceano, oh, no. Okay. And somebody told me that you were descended from the founder of Oceano. Is that true? Well, I'm in... Um, Oceano was founded before... It was, <laughs> you know, 1893 was when it was actually founded. But uh-huh. I, my, my family, my great-grandfather came in Oceano in 1918 and bought up the resort area there. He came to revitalize the resorts that had fallen, fallen victim to the elements and the ruins, and he came and he purchased the Oceano Beach subdivisions. And so he just revitalized Oceano, I guess you'd say. Okay. That him and then my grandfather came with him as a young man, and then he married my grandmother, who had actually, she was from Arroyo Grande. They came in 1904, my grandmother's side of the family. So, so you, you, you've basically been in Oceano your whole life. I've been in Oceano my whole life, yes. I was and, born and raised, and I've lived there, you know, my whole life. Uh, and... Uh, Folks, you're listening to San Luis Obispo, excuse me, Slow County Public Policy and the Law. I'm Stu Jenkins, and we're here with Linda Austin, who is a board member on the Oceano Community Services District. Linda, were you elected to the board when it was formed? No, no, I was too, um, I, I was involved in the Oceano Improvement Association mm-hmm. for many years, and then I always had, um, I went to all the meetings back then. My father and mother were very active in the, in the um, Oceano um, civic issues. And so I followed OCSD all those years, and then I just decided it was time for me to, it was an opportunity came to run for the district, so I did in 2016. Okay. That's when I first was elected. So you've been there for a while now. Yes, I was elected again in 2020, I believe. Yeah. Okay. And that means you're coming up in 2024 again. Correct. And are, are you planning on running for re-election? Yes, I am. Okay. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Um, the, the board itself uh, is comprised of five people? Correct. And I understand that um, Oceano divided itself into representative districts, so each of the five will have their own neighborhood. Right. Um, do you know which of those five you're going to be? Well, I'll be in the neighborhood where I live. So it's right. it's um, Division One. Okay. Is what it's called, and it's like the beach area on up onto Railroad Avenue. I sure. believe up into okay. that side of town. And when you, when we look at the borders of the community services district, what does that entail? And how big is the is the community services district? Oh Are gosh, any it's, parts of Oceano that um, are left out or? No, it entails all the way up. There's a. I wish I had the little map here. That's like a. It goes all the way over towards Halcyon. Mm-hmm. Like I'd say the. Does, 20, it, does it include Halcyon or not? Yes, Halcyon is part of our district. Okay. And because uh, we have we have <clears throat> a member of the board of directors is from Halcyon oh. now, and there was one before. Okay. And so does it uh, does it go across? Uh, uh, what is that, Elm Street? It, no, it, it runs right along, as you know, Pike, mm-hmm. North Oceano School, that area. The um, the district boundaries run along there to Elm Street and then up over, like, right along Elm Street on the other side of Pike okay. is Oceano. Okay. 
So, uh, how many? What's the population of Oceania? It's, these right days? now, I believe it's about seventy-eight hundred. Okay, that's that's uh, as big as Morro Bay. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Pismo Beach. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's it's. So it's it's a good sized town. Yes. And uh, one of the things that I've learned over the years uh, practicing law is that, uh, unlike cities, uh, community services districts have, actually have very limited powers. Right. And, right. and so what are the things that your district ha and your board has authority over? Right. Our main authority, what we have, well, we have five powers. Okay. And um, water, of course, is main one of the main ones. And, of course, fire service, waste Sewer, sewer, okay. Garbage franchise and lighting, and then we have a parks and rec department that our power that we don't have it used ever because of funding. Now, the Mr. Varney, who was here last week, said that uh, the district was going to start to exercise that power. Well, they have formed a he's formed a committee ah, okay. and is looking into that, but we are not funding anything as of now. You know, okay. we haven't funded any. It's there's right now we're in the middle of the of the vestiture of our fire services, so that's the that's where all our money needs to focus. Yeah, and, and you did have authority over fire uh, until um, recently. Is that well, right? we're still part of the five cities fire authority until June thirtieth. Mm -hmm. We've been on a temporary. Um, that's when we will no longer belong to them, and we're, right now we're in negotiations with five cities fire with the Grover Beach and Roy Grandy to do an interim um, service contract for the time, for either nine months or a year. We're still working, working out all the details to uh, cover fire services till the county can um, figure out what, what, what the best way to serve our residents is. Now, Linda, yeah, um, when you're looking forward and negotiating with the county on that, uh, how do you foresee that being accomplished uh, to make sure that there's fire protection in Oceano. Well, we're just going to do our best to, um, to you know, lobby for ourselves. I mean, we have a, a station there. Um, there's several scenarios that they're looking at. You know, one would be to have the county contract back with the Five Cities Fire Authority or to actually um, just contract with Cal Fire, but that station is out on the Mesa and then there's one in Pismo. So that... And Our big worry is response times. That's why we were so uh, disappointed when the measures A20 and then A22 failed to pass by such a short margin because what we said all along is that, you know, it's about medical emergencies, 911, fast responses, and no matter what happens, it's going to affect our response times, not having the station like we did in Oceano. And for our listeners, uh, measure A20 and A22 were ballot measures that your uh, your board voted to put on the ballot put so on the ballot. people it was could a, tax themselves. Uh, what was it, a $15 $15 a month on your property taxes. So it was a parcel tax? Parcel tax, yes. Okay. And uh, um, so every parcel, uh, whether it was a large parcel or a small parcel, it was all the same. would be paying $15 They're, a month on top of their property taxes. Correct. And... Uh, no, I had a, a very good friend who was a fireman who ran a parcel tax like that, and what he did was he sent out postcards to everyone and uh, attached two quarters because that's what it worked out to. <laughs> the, yeah. Your your cost for your uh, your fire protection when you figured it out. 
So that, is there any impetus to try to put those measures back on the ballot? I or? don't know that we can. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, people now are, what they were saying at the time when they mm-hmm. were that, you know, we could lose our building, OCSD, lose our fire station, the county, and it's, the misinformation got out there that, oh, that's scare tactics, that that's not going to happen. The county will just come in and take over and everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. We said, no, it's going to cost more if we have to go with the county and all everything that was predicted that would happen that they said was fear mongering is actually happening. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, so it's it's um, really unfortunate, but I, I think we're gonna be we're gonna work it out fine. You you from all the news coverage I've gotten the impression there've been some uh, raucous uh, meetings of the board of the C S D uh, in recent times. Um, <laughs> there was a uh, a compact that was proposed by Supervisor Paulding. Could you talk a little bit about what that measure well, would he, have been? His compact, he, so I'm a member of the Vitality Advisory Council of Oceano. Right. And he wrote up a contract. He wanted, there's the, the BACO, we call it, and then there he put on there the Oceano Advisory Council, which is no longer a, an active group. And then he had to another signer of this agreement would be the Oceano, Oceano Economic Development Commission, which is not a part of anything in Oceano. It's just a group of people that want to redevelop the town and, you know, develop the airport property and things. So, Is that like a chamber of commerce for the town? No, it no. was a, it's a development. Actually, it's a redevelopment company. Okay. That, or not a company. It's a group of people that yeah. formed to, mm-hmm. to redevelop the airport, close the airport, um, and turn Oceano into a completely different town than it is. So this compact said that we were not going to discuss the airport or the dunes. None of us would discuss it or anymore. So I don't know that anyone signed it yet. Kind of a, a restriction of your freedom of speech. Kind of, yeah. yeah. So we're going to we'll be talking with Mr. Uh, Supervisor Pauling again next week and see because, I mean, it doesn't seem like groups that aren't really groups would be, why would we sign with other people that aren't really Groups in Oceano anymore, and well, and especially the, the Development Council, which the Development Council wants to take the 65 acres at the uh, airport and turn it into housing. Is that right? Correct. And uh, that's a lot of housing. So right. suddenly, Oceano would be bigger than Pismo Beach, um, and maybe as big as Grover Beach. Yeah. Um, the I understood um, some of the news coverage suggested that there was a proposal. Uh, floated um, perhaps by Supervisor Paulding, perhaps by somebody else for Grover Beach to annex um, Oceano in order to provide the residents of Oceano with police protection, fire protection, uh, streets, lights, uh, right. road paving. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, that was from a your pro- perspective. From my perspective, is first off, this proposal came out as a there's lots of controversy as to how it even was brought out to the people. Like there was the Oceano Economic Development Council received an email and about this idea. And then um, I know Mr. Varney was very involved about it. And so we were never told anything about it. And then people were just finding out, finding out. And so um, when it finally came out into the public, then, of course, Oceano residents... We were outraged because 
they don't want to belong to Grover Beach. And I know you hear there's a lot of misinformation again, but um, the meeting we had, we finally had it on the agenda at OCSD. Uh-huh. And so some group of Oceano people went out and they had um, petitions for people to sign if they couldn't come to the meeting. And the meeting was actually, there was, you know, I've heard it said there was a small but vocal. No, it was a huge, it was the biggest meeting I've ever seen in that little room. Is the place packed? It was packed solid, back to the back, out the door. Mm-hmm. And it was all phases of life in Oceano, all different people, you know. And um, it's a very diverse community. You've got, very diverse you've and got a very beach close communities. Tight-knit. You've got working class yeah. communities yeah. away from the beach. We're like we're the working class mm-hmm. and um, and beach people too. But um, they were outraged that out of town. We call them out of town developers, but we heard that's really not what it is. But it's and not a developer. I don't know what you call it. Somebody that's just trying to help. They said. Yeah. So um, it was something like, well, why? Are, Jimmy Pauling just became our supervisor, and he's already proposing that we get moved over to Grover Beach. And that thing was, well, the county isn't doing what needs to be done. I, I have it's to f- segue for a minute. Just you know, I told Mr. Varney this. My uh, my granddad on my mom's side was uh, Robert Stewart, and he bought a little place in Shell Beach in 1949 when it was brand new. And uh, after a few years, he he realized that. These five cities were all doing the same thing, and uh, so he mounted a campaign for all five of them to come together into one city, and he could only get Pismo Beach to join Shell Beach, uh-huh. and uh, because everyone has a pride in their community, and uh, but but the uh, one of the things I asked Mr. Varney, and uh, I'll ask you too, uh, there's a statute in the government code that basically uh, indicates that if there's an annexation or there's a new city formed, um, LAFCO uh, is essentially the conduit, and the county and the new city or the city that's annexing must negotiate over a 30-day period on how much of the real property taxes the city, the, the city whichever it's a new city or an annexing city is going to get because, after all, the city will be taking over police protection, fire protection, uh, you know, mm-hmm. streets, uh, all of the things that a community right. needs. And yet, because of uh, legislation in this state, the county gets to hold on to sometimes all of the property taxes, mm-hmm. which leaves the city in a real uh, bad position. Right. Uh, have have you all uh, thought about starting to discuss with the the supervisors um, whether if Oceano formed a new city or became part of Grover Beach, uh, they would let loose of enough of the property taxes so that uh, so that you could cover all the fire protection, police protection, sewers, uh, roads. That hasn't been, that I know of, been discussed. And nobody's come to the community services district and proposed that, that the county would. See, we don't even know funds. what Grover Beach is, stand- they say yeah. they. Um, well, Grover Beach doesn't really have a say. They're willing to help, you know, if they yeah. can. But yeah. um, I want to go back to the Shell Beach. Yes. Because okay. um, yeah. at that time, I really, when. You probably remember that. Pismo Beach, it was in the 61, or it was early 60s when Pismo Beach. Mm-hmm. 
annex, but Shell Beach wanted that. That's they right. wanted to be annexed because they had no services out there, and it was well. They did. My my grandfather was on the water board. He had a water board. Yeah. Yeah. But they needed that. Yeah. And and where th- and so it's been compared like Little Shell Beach did it, and they kept their name. But in those days, there wasn't this statute, and so the county had to give up the property taxes to the city. City, yeah. And, and so the city was able to pay for those services. So, like, there's no way that Grover Beach could do a better job than the county with Oceano under those circumstances. You know, they just... And there's, there's, there's certainly the issue of local control. Well, that's the whole thing, local yeah. control. That's why we did... Um, the OCSD was another thing, is for local control, mm-hmm. which... Mm-hmm. You can't say enough about that. <laughs> well, sure. And uh, the uh, now, now, obviously, I mean, to be fair, if uh, Oceano became part of Grover Beach, its population is significant. And it's it would double ours. No, I'm talking about Oceano's. Oh, yeah. So Oceano would bring a third of the voting power into Grover Beach, which uh, certainly could change the character of uh, the outcome of elections in Grover Beach as well in, in a unified city. But, but there, as I say, Oceano is the same size as Morro Bay. Right. It's bigger than... It's unfortunate. You know, Oceano, they, we did try to become a city. That's when we formed OCSD. Prior to that, there was okay. a big push to become its own city. And we, there's no tax base. I mean, the Pomo can't even do it. And look at how big they are. So it's yeah. just, yeah. and and from what I hear, they don't want to become a city because of it's just, there is higher taxes. Well, and the reason the Pomo can't do it is because of the county refusing to let loose of those property taxes. If if uh, the county was more sensible and realized, well, we're not going to have to provide the police protection, we won't have to right. provide right. Uh, the fire protection, the city will take it, uh, they, they would be giving uh, these local communities more local control. And the funding to, right. to make it happen. Well, in fact, I brought a copy of the statute for you. I'm going to let you oh, take it. Thank you. With you. Uh, I've outlined a few very things. Nice. Folks, we're here at Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We're talking with board member Linda Austin of the Oceano Community Services District. Stay tuned. After the news, we'll be right back with more information about Oceano. <laughs> <laughs> 